we are now on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform where you can support your favorite creatives with a monthly pledge that you can change or delete anytime. Our Patreon page will work as a tip jar with one tier that is two euros a month or more if you wish. The money will go towards paying for our podcast hosting fees. In the future, we hope to also create exclusive content for you on Patreon. So, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. And now to today's episode. Hello friends, I'm Mia. And I'm Sasha. And this is the Drawing Club Podcast. Hey there, welcome! Welcome back! Another episode and this one is a special one. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the episode number 10 of season 2, so it's the last one of this season. Woo! Season Yay. finale! Yay! We've Yay. done another 10 episodes. Wow. That's so amazing. I'm so proud of us, Sasha. Yeah, me too. Proud of our little podcast? Yeah, I love our little podcast. And our little yeah. podcast family of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Please, so I don't want to cry in this episode, but I might. So okay. this is not like say. the last episode ever. So no, no, no. Don't cry. But it's an, yeah. No, I mean, no. you can you can cry if you want, but it's like this is not sad. <laughs> no, no. It was definitely from joy, just from okay. it being like a an emotional moment. Yeah. Well, yeah. I get it. True. But yeah, we're still drawing. In this podcast? <laughs> oh, yes, we are definitely drawing. Uh, so like the name suggests, this is a drawing podcast and we're going to be drawing and we're going to be chatting uh, about a topic that changes weekly. What are you drawing today, Sasha? Uh, well, I as last week, I'm still drawing flowers, which is not a very uh, common topic for me. But yeah, now it's summer, it's sunny. It's blooming everywhere. So I'm drawing flowers. I'm making this pattern with this. I don't know. I guess these are tulips, but these are like very weird, kind of ugly, blobby shaped tulips. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And Aww. they're kind of flowing in these, I don't know, organic directions everywhere. So Ooh. let's see. So is it like a tulip field or something? Well, it's a tulip whirlwind. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Or like, if somebody, if somebody picked the tulips and threw them on the field, <laughs> it might look like that. They're wild tulips. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I'm using copy markers. What about you? I'm actually drawing one of my Sims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whose name I even can't remember now. I should have checked. But uh, they're this really cute, cute person or Sim. But I kind of consider them people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're wearing this overall and in a pocket they have, there are some flowers in the pocket. Because yeah. I also wanted to do some flowers because <laughs> it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to the topic, we have some important things that we want to tell you. So first of all, we already mentioned this is episode 10 of 
season two, so it's the last one. And we're gonna take a break before we get to season three. Uh, we're gonna have like a summer break for a few weeks and we don't know yet when we're coming back but we'll announce it as soon as we know we'll announce it on our Instagram so please if you don't yet follow us there so you get informed and you're ready whenever season one of it no season what episode <laughs> one oh my god this is so <laughs> episode one of season three is coming Yes, follow us on Instagram so that you know when that <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my god, these numbers are starting to get difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is there something else? Yes, you also have another announcement, right? Yes. Yeah, to celebrate. Or I have another announcement. <laughs> oh my god, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting confused. We like, <laughs> we decided who was going to say what, but... I'm already confused about the order. But yes, to celebrate the season finale <laughs> of season two. <laughs> oh my god. We've... We are going to have. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. To celebrate, we're going to have another live stream like we did after season one <laughs> wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. So let's do another hangout uh, in real time on the internet yes it was so cool to meet you and chat in real time and you got to ask us questions and we got to enthuse about vegan chocolate and <laughs> arm supplies so let's do that again uh we don't have the exact date yet but we'll keep you posted on our instagram so you'll find the information there yes we have it for you yes so now it's more important than ever to follow us <laughs> on instagram because <laughs> that's where all the important information will be and while we are on holiday, there is still going to be one uh, very special Drawing Club podcast event. We will have yes. a virtual exhibition that we already talked to you about. And the submissions are already closed by now. So the people who are exhibiting their art in the virtual exhibition have already been contacted. But, well, if you're one of those people or everyone else you will be able to see the exhibition and again <laughs> i'm gonna repeat myself but follow <laughs> us on instagram because all the links and all the dates and all the important info is gonna be there so yeah anyways i guess the, <laughs> the main the main point of all of these announcements is that while we are taking a break from our podcast we're still going to be active on our instagram and all the important information is going to be there so stay with us stay connected and yeah find out yes. everything from there perfect <laughs> so today uh we were thinking about what we want to do for this season finale and we wanted to do something fun and Sasha, you came up with this idea. Well, it of... was suggested. It was suggested <gasps> to us from a listener. Oh, it was also. Yes. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that's perfect then. <laughs> yes. It was suggested to us from uh, or by illustration underscore on Instagram. Oh, perfect. Yes. Thank you so much. We've had we've already had like a lot of fun with this episode by preparing for it because what we're going to be doing is sharing 50 facts about ourselves. Uh, and we like divided that. So I'm going to do 25 and Sesh is going to do 25. And we don't know each other's facts yet. No. 
So I'm very excited to maybe learn something new about Sasha. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Possibly. And we'll go in turns. So one fact from each. So it's not like one of us is talking for yeah, yes. <laughs> way too long. And well, yeah. And these facts are like quite random these are not like the most important facts about us or the most no. exciting <laughs> facts about us or anything like this these are just like fun ra- fun random things that we kind of randomly remembered and wanted to share yes all kinds we did kind of try to like without seeing each other's ones we kind of tried to organize them in a way that because we had kind of some similar type of facts so we kind of at least are starting with something similar but by the end of this we might end up completely elsewhere and i kind of anticipate that you know we'll get some ideas about each other's facts i want to share our own that's similar and it might like spiral into this but we'll try our best we'll try our best not to go yes yeah let's see where this goes how much we'll get sidetracked and (laughs) and and overexcited or what but we hope you have fun with this because this is just a fun one and hopefully you learn some more about us and maybe re- relate to some of these things. Yes. So Sasha, do you want to start with your first fact? Yes, I can start. So I'll start with some things just about myself. So probably, I mean, a lot of you probably know that I was born in Russia, but you might not know that I was born in a city called Murmansk. It's all the way in the north of Russia. It's above the polar circle. So it's like north, north. Uh, Mm. It's pretty much like, I mean, it's not on the coast, but almost on the coast of the Arctic Ocean. So I guess it's like a very special place in a way. It's it's very far from everything and it's a port city. And it's, it's quite a weird, like, or like a special, yeah, it's a very special place. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, my first fact is also about me being born. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born on the 29th of February, which means that I only have my birthday every four years, like once every four years, <laughs> because the date only exists uh, every four years. <laughs> that's it so if you actually counted it every four years how old would you be oh my god i usually keep uh eight i turned eight this year yes (laughs) so you're still in elementary school yeah 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 (laughs) i'll stay forever young (laughs) all right uh i have three sisters and one brother and one of one of my sisters we share both parents with another sister and a brother we share only our dad and they have a different mother and my third sister is actually a foster sister that my mom and like well my mom i me and my other sister (laughs) lived with our mom and we fostered a third Sister, (laughs) it's a complicated (laughs) family story. (laughs) Anyways, so I also have a foster sister. Uh, But yeah, my my sister and brother who we only like who have a different mother. I only met them when I was 17 when I moved to Finland uh, because they were born in Finland and they like grew up in Finland. And I moved to Finland when I was 17 and that was the first time I actually met them. Wow. 
I just have one brother. <laughs> Very simple. Okay. Uh, I am an introvert and I need a lot of alone time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought so. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next fact is also a sibling fact. Uh, well, I was like... My childhood I basically spent with like one sister, like a very young childhood. And I was a really mean older sister. Like, oh no! Yeah, I never, like, I didn't really want to, like, play with my younger sister because she was, like, young and I felt like she wasn't fun because she was, like, young and, <laughs> you know. And she actually wanted to play with me and my friends, but I would always, like, leave her behind because I didn't think she was cool to hang out with. <laughs> but now, but now we are really good friends and I actually, like, today morning when I was coming up with some of these facts, I was also talking to her on the phone. So she was actually helping me to come up with some of these facts. And I, when I was talking to her about this, I was like, I'm telling them that I was mean to you as a child. And she was like, yeah, but now you're, like, the best sister ever. <laughs> and that was so cute. Aww. Yeah, now, like, That's I'm so the nice. best sister ever because she, well, she has a, like, mental disability. And I'm helping her through, like, I'm helping her wake up in the mornings because she's struggling with that. And I'm helping her study and like we call like I call her all the time whenever she needs like help with stuff and apparently that makes me the best sister ever Aww, that's like the best thing you can hear as a sister <laughs> yeah okay this is kind of tied to my last fact but uh, I often appear shy and calm but actually if you like know me really well you know that I'm Actually, very temperamental, impulsive, and dramatic. <laughs> this, I don't know, like, how surprising it is. Like, I think to some people who kind of only know me a bit, but not super closely, I, yeah, I, I totally have these two sides. I'm, like, really shy around new or newish people or people I don't know that well. But if you know me, I am, like, all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think we have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. All right. Well, to continue with my family history. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Uh, I'm actually part Jewish. And I mean, the other part is Russian. Uh, but mm -hmm. I have uh, my ancestors on my father's side are Ukrainian Jews. And I even like went on a, this free trip to Israel, the birthright trip that like young Jews get for free. And but yeah, but I only did that when I was 31, even though most people do that when they're young. It's like for young Jews, <laughs> but mm. but they had like this special problem problem. <laughs> they had this special <laughs> program for older young Jews who missed their opportunity. So I took that. And, and yeah, and my grandma, who is still alive, she was actually a child during the, the Second World War. So she like lived through a Holocaust and she told us like about how she had to evacuate from Ukraine when the war came to Ukraine. She and her mother had to evacuate to Siberia and they had to live there through the war. And like they actually had like a pretty difficult life there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, 
for a lot of my adult life, I felt kind of sad that I, like, I felt that I didn't really have friends who were similar to me and that, like, they would have the same interests as me or, like, the similar mindset. But uh, in the last few years, I've made some super lovely, amazing friends and it makes me so happy, like, for the first time. Uh, as an adult, I feel like I, I have people who I, like, belong with, <laughs> like, friends. <laughs> I'm so happy. And you're one of them, right? You know it. You know it. <laughs> really? Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> you could have never guessed. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually have a friend's fact also. Uh, I... I never really had like a lot of friends. I was never part of like a group of friends, like a like a larger mm-hmm. friend group. I always and and I I'm not like comfortable in like I mean I can go to like parties sometimes, but usually that's not something like I'm comfortable with and I can't really keep up with having relationships with a lot of people, <laughs> like fr- friendly <laughs> yeah, relationships yeah. with a lot of people. So I I've always had like only couple like really close friends so usually like three four people at a time I'm like really close friends with and the rest of the people are just like my acquaintances and I really don't like have a relationship <laughs> like I can hang out with some nice people every now and then but yeah I've I used to when I was younger I used to be like jealous of people who have a lot of friends and I thought like there's something wrong with me that I don't have a lot of friends but but now I kind of I just realized that this is like how I do relationships with people. <laughs> yeah. I like to be invested in them and I can't do more than a couple at a time. <laughs> and I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's my time again. Yes. Right. I'm queer. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> Pride month is just over when we like when this uh, episode comes out, but uh, when we're recording, it's still Pride month. So yay! <laughs> I wanted to include that. <laughs> well, I well you already talked about being shy, but yes, I'm also very shy, and I actually have like a well. This has to do with what I said before about friends, but I have a, like a really bad social anxiety. And a lot of social interactions are, like, extremely difficult for me, even though from, like, outside it looks like I'm just being a normal person, being social, socially interacting with another person. But deep inside, I'm suffering. <laughs> like, not with people I know well enough to, like, be chill, but most people... like. You know, these three, four people who are very close friends and, like, my partner and my closest family, the rest of the people... <laughs> if I'm talking with you <laughs> like it's it's tough on the inside and I know that like one of the solutions that a lot of people offer is that you need to like practice social interactions and the more you do it the easier it gets no it doesn't <laughs> I practice social interactions my whole life it's still very difficult it still like it still hurts on the inside I still need to rest for three days after making a phone call yeah <laughs> yeah I definitely like yeah I relate 
to social anxiety and being shy and scared of, of especially for me, like some social interactions. Okay, uh, I love animals and I really, really want a dog. But sadly, my partner is super allergic, 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 super allergic, yes, <laughs> super allergic to furry animals. So I, I don't see that happening anytime in the future. I, I, I do love dogs and I mean, a lot of animals, but dogs are my favorite, but I, I love animals a lot, but I do love my partner more and... <laughs> I want him to be healthy, but I am very sad about not having a dog. I know, like, I would have a dog. But I'm so happy that a lot of my friends have dogs and cats and other uh, cute animal friends. So I can have some animal friends in my life. Well, I actually have a fact on the same topic. (laughs) Now that you mentioned, uh, well, I am actually kind of a dog person well i mm. i do identify as both a cat person and dog person i love pets in general and i want to adopt all kinds of animals but i've dreamed of owning a dog since like i remember myself like it was like my whole life dream mm-hmm. and it's still my dream but i'm married to a dog hating cat person <laughs> No! <laughs> Which, I mean, he doesn't, like, hate, hate dogs, but he's not a fan of dogs, especially in the beginning when we just started dating. And then also after talking to his family, I realized their whole family is like that. They are cat people. <gasps> they're like, it's like their religion. They're cat people. And they, like, Whoa. when they're between each other, they make fun of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, no! like they discuss about people? how disgusting it is to own a dog <laughs> which is like oh, no, no no but yeah but i'm slowly converting my partner because now he's not like them <laughs> like his family he doesn't hate dogs he's not disgusted by dogs he likes some like some dogs that he knows personally he loves them so i think yes. one day one day we're gonna get there but <laughs> Yeah, but I love my cats. You're I'm doing. Also, yeah. I'm also. You're a cat doing amazing person. work. <laughs> like I think I'm also a cat person, but I was born as a dog person. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I I think like those categories are somewhat misleading because, like, as if it's this rivalry and you can only like the like one or the other. But I mean, yeah, I think I prefer dogs because I had a dog growing up, yeah. so I understand them. <laughs> Okay, uh, this one, next one maybe needs a bit of a backstory, but uh, it took me a long time to reclaim my identity as a geek girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit of a story here. Like, growing up, uh, I, I was very geeky. I, like, I was and still am really into, like, playing computer games or, like, on the console and, like... I got, as a teenager, I got into fandoms and fanfiction and all that stuff. And, like, I, I always enjoyed things that are, like, considered geeky. But then at some point growing up, I got, like, you know, I was too cool for that. That was somehow, like, I somehow felt, like, aesthetically I was, like, above that. Like, it's kind of corny to be, I don't know, like, I had this weird thing. 
and it took me years like i was in my mid-20s and like there was this facebook group it's called geek women unite finland or something and i had seen like some people that i was like friends with they would post from there like some stuff like it was all kinds of stuff mostly like i guess to do with fandoms but also like some interesting science facts and whatever and i was like interested in it but i had this thing like i could never join that like facebook group like no way i'm not like one of those people i don't like i don't even know but then i did like one day i did after like for a couple of years already like seeing those posts and kind of thinking they're really interesting but the actual like the group no 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 way so then i did join and i just i just realized immediately like okay no these are my people i am totally <laughs> I am this person. I don't know why I've been fighting it. And since then, I've been like embracing my geekiness <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> and I kind of only realized then that what the hell I've like, I've enjoyed geeky things all my life, but I had kind of thought that I hadn't or didn't. I kind of didn't see them from that place. But yeah, <laughs> now I'm happily geeky. <laughs> Yay. Well. <laughs> I, when I was a child, I was a little bit of a math genius. <laughs> Speaking <Whoa>. of, <laughs> I mean, maybe genius is a bit like too strong. I wasn't like genius, genius. I wasn't like doing university math in my first grade, but I was really, really good at math. And like, yeah, I think I am like, you know, when people talk about like some people are more creative and some people are more like into like a more are better at like technical stuff. I'm the person who is like mm. really good at technical stuff as at least as a child. Nobody ever like not like my parents or my teachers would never think that I am like a creative child. Like I was the math child who was like really good at all of this kind of stuff. And when I was like in my early teens, I was sure that when I graduate, I would go and study like math, just like play, mm. plain math <laughs> in uh, like, I, I kind of imagined I would go to the university. I, I would just study math, but wow. yeah, but then that never, well, I studied engineering, but ma like the math thing never happened. <laughs> and actually <laughs> like when I, when I got old, like when I was a teenager and kind of like closer to graduating, school I got more interested in like languages and stuff even though I was still good at math but it was it was like a really boring thing for me I wasn't I was good at it but I wasn't interested in actually doing mm. it so I went like we had these different groups where like in school where you specialized in different things so I didn't go to the one like that was math I went to the one was that was about languages so I studied like more English and French and some like other humanities and, and stuff like that but i think if nice. i if i pursued math i could be actually like really good at it because it comes really easy to me that's so cool <laughs> yeah but it's funny that you talked about languages because my next fact is about languages uh, the languages i speak so i speak finnish and english um and some German and Swedish, and actually more German than Swedish, because I, I've studied way more of it. Uh, but in addition, I've also taken French and Japanese lessons. But please, no, I, have, I don't have any <laughs> knowledge of those. I do know a few phrases in both, but that's it. 
But yeah, I was definitely like a language person, but mostly I didn't really enjoy studying them. But for English, I just had like a natural, like I naturally just learned it, learned it very easily. So I love that. So maybe that was my identity in school. <laughs> yeah, it was the same for me. I like really enjoyed learning English. Yeah. All right. Well, in my fam- in my current family, <laughs> me and my partner and our cats, I am officially called a hedgehog. This is what I'm called at home. I actually, today in the morning, I also asked my partner, like, to help me with the facts about me. I was like, can you tell me some fact about me? He was like, well, you're a hedgehog. (laughs) That was his fact about me. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it started with just this cute nickname that he gave me. But it has, like, because it's been, like, we've been together for years, so this nickname has developed, like, now, like, now it's, like, my whole identity, we make jokes about how how I'm a hedgehog, how, like, because he's, like, way taller than me, so he walks faster, so sometimes when I ask him to walk slower, I said that because hedgehogs have very short feet, I can't walk as fast, and, like, you know, like, in the, it's, it's kind of, it seeps into, like, everything we talk about i have a little hedgehog song that, that i sing i'm not gonna sing it now <laughs> don't even ask oh me oh my god but oh my god i hope one day you can share the hedgehog song yes. with me, i no can share it with you but i'm not gonna share it on the podcast <laughs> yes and like we just yeah and i even like at one point i started developing this character that is a hedgehog i tried to like draw this comic about this cute hedgehog i even drew like a house where this hedgehog lives yeah it's a whole thing we have this thing for hedgehogs i love like we send each other hedgehog memes and hedgehog pictures and yeah it's it's a whole thing That's so cute. But it's like very like our relationship thing. I don't really like talk about hedgehogs with other people. It's Mm. it's just between me and my partner. Like you told me about it, but yeah, we don't. I don't do that. Like I don't, you know, other people don't refer to you. No, no. And like, don't send, unless you're like a very close friend of mine, don't send me hedgehog memes because it's like, it's a very (laughs) private thing that... (laughs) Like, I don't want to be known as the person to send the hedgehog memes to, but... Because <laughs> yeah. I already get a lot of them from my partner and, like, you know, my sister and, like, some close friends. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I have a Sims blog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, I mean, nowadays it's actually a Sims tumbler so a simbler <laughs> but i i have one uh and back in the day uh, like 10 years ago actually to be exact i have i had a live journal sims blog and i was like part of this community of sims vloggers on live journal <laughs> and it was like it was so much fun <laughs> and still is yeah sims is something that i like i played all the sims games like i became a fan when the first game came out and like 20 years later I'm still playing the game so that's pretty cool <laughs> is it a secret blog or can you tell people where they can follow you no I can I can link it yeah it's not secret I just post like photos of my sims <laughs> and like repost other people's sims <laughs> images 
so <laughs> if you're into that you can find the link in the description box <laughs> okay uh i am really good in stressful situations you have actually pointed that is so true yeah i didn't even think about it much but you have actually pointed it out to me after we've been in stressful yes. situations together <laughs> but like yes. i do like to panic over things that are like not that big of a deal i do sometimes like exaggerate some small things like i spill a drink and i'm gonna start throwing things and i'm like everything is against me this <laughs> this coffee hates me <laughs> life sucks but if it's <laughs> but if it's an actual stressful situation i like i get very like i pull my stuff <laughs> together i get like into this mode of like efficient problem solving I like right away yeah. try to like figure out solutions, think what needs to be done, think where the problem is, what what can we do? Like I'm like, okay, we can figure this out. What do we do? First we do this, then we like I, I get into this mode where I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Problem solving machine. <laughs> <laughs> you are though, yeah. I've noticed it so many times, like like it can be something very small, but something like suddenly, you know, the circumstances change and I'm like, uh what what should we do now? But then you're immediately like you have a clear head and you immediately come up with some idea and I'm still like in this uh I don't I don't know uh, like just stuck on the <laughs> in this emotion <laughs> in this idea. But you're like really good at coming up with solutions to things. Yeah. That's like your superpower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my superpower. Okay, another thing that's is like, because I feel like my previous fact was a bit of a confession, so this one is also. I used to make secondhand fashion videos on YouTube back in 2011 and 2012. <laughs> I was like a fashion vlogger or fashion YouTuber. Not like a big one at all, like, but I did enjoy it a lot. And I would shoot all these like thrift hauls and like lookbook type things. It was a lot of fun, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really fun. And you actually like mentioned it to me, and I'm like, I I'm so, so curious because I've never seen those. And I'm like, I would love to <laughs> see that. It sounds so fun. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, they still exist. Yeah. They do exist because I'm actually. The YouTube channel that I have now is the same one. I just hidden all of my previous videos. So they're there. They're just hidden. Yeah. Okay. So I can see them. Yes. So maybe one day. Yes. Uh, I mean, no, pre no pressure. No need to show me. <laughs> but if you want to show any of them to me, I'm really curious to see. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Maybe one day. Maybe we'll yes. get drunk. <laughs> And then we watch my old YouTube videos. <laughs> okay, that's a plan. I'm gonna get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, this might be a reason to my problem-solving uh, superpower because, well, I already mentioned it, but I studied engineering. So my, uh, well, I'm a bachelor of engineering my like degree name was called media engineering and it involved like a lot of different stuff but i specialized in digital printing and audiovisual technology so basically like how to make videos and photography and and yeah digital printing basically how like digital printing works and mm. 
Well, I did really enjoy digital printing. I didn't enjoy anything else really, like especially <laughs> like programming and like website design and all of the stuff I didn't really enjoy. And mm. I did try to find it, like I did work in printing for a little while, like while I was still studying. And I even taught, like I worked in a digital printing lab in my school and I even taught some digital printing courses to younger students. Uh, so I was like really into it, but after I graduated, I didn't really like find a job anywhere in digital printing. So then I kind of like never really did any, anything to do with engineering and kind of moved into like what I do now. But I did, like, I think I did learn a lot of things that I still use. Like a lot of things that I learned really helped me like both in my work and in my life. And I think like... In a way, I think my problem-solving thinking actually also comes from that. Like, a lot of the times I figured out some solutions to things and I'm like, hmm, this is because I'm an engineer. <laughs> Which, I mean, mm. it might be because it's just my personality, but sometimes I really, like, especially when I'm with someone who is, like, telling me, like, oh, wow, like, this is so cool you came up with this solution, then I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that is my engineer brain. <laughs> Yeah, but I was also like, I was about to say, or maybe you're an engineer because your brain tends to think that way. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like you can go both ways. Yeah. But I, yeah, I stopped identifying as an engineer like well, yeah. at one point because I just like, I never did it as a job. I mean, yeah, like maybe I have some engineer tendencies in my brain, but also I, sure. I remember like I used to uh like i already did my creative job but i would still tell people like i'm an engineer but i actually like do like this mm. illustration thing and then i'm like why do i even say that i don't like i i never except for like when i was in school i never worked as an engineer but i've been working as this creative business person for like a while but i still like yeah. for a while i still identified as an engineer because i believed like since this is my education then this has to be like my I don't know, my profession. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I get that because I remember how scary it was to start calling myself an illustrator because I, you know, don't have art school education and stuff. So yeah. it was easier to say, like, I studied English, but I actually like to draw. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> That's part exactly. of it. Okay, what else do I have to confess? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. So besides drawing, I also have some other like creative outlets. Uh, I also make music. Uh, I've been writing my own songs since I was 19 and I play in two bands. One of them is with you in <laughs> Sasha and Mia, like very creatively named. <laughs> uh, and also with my partner, we have a band called Misty Moon. So yeah, music is like a, another uh, creative uh, thing I love to do. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, I didn't even put it as a fact, but it is for me, too. <laughs> mm, but I yeah, do... Yeah, and I think for you, it's even more than me. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I do have a music fact. Uh, mm -hmm. I did seven years of music school when I was a child, like, when I was mm -hmm. a school <laughs> child. Uh, I was, like, my main thing was I was playing violin. But I also studied like music theory, music history, like some basics of playing piano. Uh, I had like choir practice 
and mm-hmm. I played in like a small school orchestra. And yeah, so I have like this classical music education. And I even actually stayed in that school orchestra even when I graduated from music school because it was just so much fun to play. And I was like friends with like the pe- some of the people in the orchestra. And my like music teacher was just like my violin teacher was like, oh, would you like to like keep playing there? So even when I wasn't even a student in the school, I was still like coming and playing there and we even like took part in some uh like competitions and it was like a school orchestra competition so my teacher would just write that i'm still like in because yeah there were like seven grades so she would write like sasha kretova grade seven (laughs) even though i was actually like a graduate already but i guess i wasn't like supposed to play because it was you know, a competition yeah. for school school orchestras, but <laughs> yeah, I was a fake like for I think a year or even two. Yeah, I was a fake school oh. orchestra violinist. <laughs> oh, that's nice. My next fact also has to do with um, instruments. So I'm self-taught in guitar, ukulele, and piano, piano, but I've only learned enough of those to be able to like play play while I sing. Because singing is like my favorite thing to do music-wise. So I've only taught myself enough to be able to like do the backup chords for when I want to sing. Because <laughs> it's a lot more fun with... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> when there's not just silence and you're singing into it. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I also have an, like the instruments that I can play. <laughs> Fact. Yes. So yeah, like apart from violin and piano, which I learned as a child, as an adult, I also then picked up, like and learned, like taught myself to play guitar, bass, guitar, drums, ukulele like synthesizers and also like a bunch of like random electronic stuff but yeah none of those things I can play very well I only learned enough to like play what I was playing so I yeah Yeah. I I played in some bands uh and yeah and solo and like yeah the music I played in those is not like very complicated at least like technically (laughs) so yeah, I'm like not super good at any of this. But yeah, like guitar and ukulele, I mostly just played also to like sing songs to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's next? Okay, yeah. So I used to think I was too late to start pursuing art as a career. Then what I wrote was, but ha ha ha, now I know it's never too late for anything. (laughs) But I guess that's like the gist of it. Yeah, I like when I was in uh, university, I was kind of like, oh, like I always wanted to pursue a creative career. But now I'm reading like I'm studying English. So my chance has gone and went. But then I met my current partner and all of his friends, including you. And I saw that, oh, my God, all these people are doing this creative stuff and showing it to others and sharing it and like they don't have the education to do it, they just enjoy it and they're just doing it. So I got like super encouraged by that and that was like a huge turning point for me. And now I think it's like, it's never too late for anything. No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I used to think that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super common. Mm. Yeah, I have some funny allergies. 
<laughs> I am allergic to chocolate, menthol, and red wine. And the only way it works is that when I eat or drink those, I sneeze. And it doesn't yeah. really get very bad. I just sneeze and that's it. So I still eat those things. And like, I mean, I don't drink alcohol these days much. Just like for no particular reason other than I just don't want to. But yeah, if I do, if I drink red wine, I'll sneeze. If I, if I drink red wine and eat cheese, I'll sneeze even worse. Like even more. <laughs> but yeah, very, very strong menthol gum will make me sneeze. And chocolate, like the darker the chocolate, the more I would sneeze. And also like chocolate yeah. cake, chocolate ice cream. Like if I eat something chocolate, I'll sneeze. But I also have like some proper, <laughs> proper allergies. I'm allergic to like dust and pollen. Uh, like, uh, mm. what is it? Like a, what do you call it? Like breathing thing? <laughs> like if it gets in my uh -huh. nose, I will get a runny nose and I might cough mm. and... Like, sometimes it gets pretty bad. Like, I, I mean, it never gets so bad that I can't breathe. But it gets, like, I, I get some, like, common cold symptoms from it. But also mm. I have some, like, what is it, uh, contact allergies. Like, my skin, if my skin gets in contact with some things, it will get allergic. But I don't know all of those things. But I know if I cut tomato, then I will get a rash. Oh, yeah. I sometimes get like something from a tomato and I think it's especially with the raw tomato like I sometimes get like a tiny bit mm. of a rash. Mm. Yeah, but I, I, I don't actually I, have any. I don't really like cut tomatoes anymore, but yeah, at one point I would. I mean, I had like one time when I had like quite a like cuz yeah, I have this skin condition and one time, like, it already kind of got inflamed, <laughs> that whole condition. So that time, when I was cutting tomatoes, it would get, like, really, really bad. And that's when oh. I kind of, like, stopped cutting tomatoes, like, uh, completely. And now I usually try not to do that unless, like, I mean, every now and then I might, but... I try not to touch tomatoes unless I put it on a fork and in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that's all strange that, like, Eating it is yeah, fine, no, just it's touching just, it. Is yeah, fine. but I think, yeah, it's like, I guess it's a term, contact allergy, mm. that like, it's, dif yeah. it's different from like, mm. what is it? <laughs> eating allergy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't yeah. have any allergies actually from like eating things. It's either like, because even the sneezing, mm. it's kind of like while this thing is in my mouth, like the chocolate and mm. stuff. So it doesn't come from me digesting chocolate. It comes from cho chocolate like coming next to my uh, <laughs> respiratory <laughs> system <laughs> wow so i only have this resp yeah. respiratory allergies or like contact allergies mm. i don't have any mm. i don't know what is it <laughs> like when that something goes digestive in allergies <laughs> yes <laughs> excuse our very scientific language <laughs> If you're a doctor, please, like, comment on how to correctly talk about this stuff. <laughs> Feel free to do that. Yes. Well, talking about eating things, uh, I used to hate cilantro and celery, but nowadays I love them both a lot. I mean, especially cilantro, but I, I like, sometimes I get super into, like, raw celery. Cooked celery I still kind of don't like, but cilantro is, like, my favorite herb. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> but I used to hate it for most of my life. <laughs> yeah, I love cilantro too, but yeah, celery I don't like. Yeah. 
I feel you. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yes. Well, to go back to a music theme, I met my partner, my current partner, by us playing in the same band together. Oh. And it was quite a big band. I think there were like seven people. And me and my partner actually did not even talk to each other for like a year. We played in the same band, but we like, I mean, we did say hi, but that was it. And, yeah. but then when we actually started talking, we pretty much like started dating right away. We actually <laughs> got drunk at yeah. a party and made out and started <laughs> dating after that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. yeah, which like usually those kind of parties party um make out things <laughs> don't end up in relationships but for us it <laughs> it did but anyway um yeah then when we started talking about it apparently like since we met for the first time we both really liked each other but we both kind of saw each other as kind of like unattainable like we thought like the other one is too cool so we were kind of scared to even like try to talk to each other we like at least i saw him as like this really cool creative person and like he would never be interested in like <laughs> this simple boring person like me but yeah he felt the same way <laughs> And like, I mean, we are both shy, socially anxious people, so it took us a year and getting drunk to actually, like, talk to each other and get together, so, yeah. I'm happy you got drunk and made out. Yeah, me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay. Uh, another food thing. My favorite soda is Dr. Pepper. That doesn't really need any backstory. Just, you know, a fact about my friend. Yes, but I want the backstory because I'm the one that oh, got you hooked. Okay, true. Yes, okay. So, yes. Yeah, you are at fault. Yes. <laughs> because I used to didn't really drink a lot of soda. I mean, every now and then I would buy some fancy ginger beer or something. But then one time we asked you and your partner over and you came with a huge Dr. Better, uh, Pepper bottle. And I don't think I had ever even tasted it. I just hadn't been interested. And ever since then, like <laughs> if I choose a soda, it's pretty much Dr. Pepper. Like if it's available, that's what I get. And I even like it's even part of my secret uh, crisp ritual, which I've mentioned here, but I'm not gonna go into detail. <laughs> but that's like my that's my like number one. Yeah, but <laughs> it, yeah, it's funny you. because like <laughs> I I mean I re I like Dr Pepper out of those like general sodas mm -hmm. I would choose Dr Pepper and I used to like be really into it for like a short while but actually yeah I'm I'm like not that obsessed with Dr Pepper like you are yeah <laughs> but like uh, yeah I, I, I like it like I like it more than like Coca-Cola or like stuff like that but I do prefer like those fancy ginger beers and, and those yeah. like you know those like small um Small company sodas yeah. more, but I would like to, but but like for some reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be cooler if I did. So you like made me less cool, but it's okay. I enjoy it so much that I don't mind it. Yeah, but you're still cool. I your know, I your know. coolness does not depend on the just the soda that you drink. <laughs> I know, I know. You're... I contain multitudes. Yes. And you are cool from within. <laughs> Aww. That's beautiful. 
beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Well, uh, I this fact might have already uh, become obvious from like things I said previously, but uh, like when I'm alone or well, not alone, but when I'm with people who uh, I feel very comfortable with, I sing silly songs and I dance silly dances. <laughs> <laughs> like I either sing some like very w- random weird songs that I remember from like my childhood or from some I don't know from some childhood cartoon or something and my partner always tells me that I made them up because <laughs> they sound like somebody made them up and I mean he knows I didn't make them up but it's like it's our inside joke also he's always like you yeah. you made it up and I'm like no but it wasn't this old movie and he's like well you made it up and then they used it in the movie <laughs> yeah Aww. but also I make up songs and we make the songs up together like my hedgehog song but I also have like a lot of other songs mm. uh, and yeah there are sometimes like songs that have to do with certain things that we do like I don't know like there is the sauna song but actually that I I didn't make up. I think actually my partner's dad made it up, but we also sing it. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, in my family, like it was also my mom's thing. She's also really silly and my sister's really silly. I come from a very silly family. My partner doesn't come from like a very silly family, but I guess his dad every now and then, at least like in a sauna. <laughs> at least he has a sauna song and we adopted it. And I adopted some of my mom's made up songs, but also I make up my own songs. Yes. And we dance uh, a lot. And it's really silly. Like I would never dance like that in public. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love silly dancing. Silly dancing in our living room. Is like the best. Yes. But actually like uh, we did silly dancing together also with you and your partner. And that was yes. like my, when I had my 30 year old birthday party and it was like a bigger party. Yes. Like I, I never do big parties, but that like I felt so special and I wanted to make a bigger party. But then when everybody left and it was just the four of us, that was my favorite part of the party because we had this very loud music blasting and we were just like dancing really silly and it was so much fun. Yeah, just jumping around. Yes. Yeah, it was so nice. I want to do that again. Yes, <laughs> we should, we, we should. But yeah, we need to find some space where we can put those huge speakers and blast <laughs> some 2000s, yeah. um, uh, like cringy, cheesy pop music. <laughs> yes, I'm in. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> but yes, yeah, also, I totally like sing a lot when I'm just doing things like, I need to start the computer, da, 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 da. <laughs> just stuff. But they don't really like live on to become actual songs. Yeah, but I yeah. Really yeah, I do those too. And yeah, but some of them live on. But yeah, some of them are just temporary. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your next fact. Okay. Yeah, my next fact is super basic. So my favorite color is yellow, and my least favorite color is purple. That's it. <laughs> are those even the opposites of the color wheel i think so <gasps> Whoa. so they actually like in theory they go mm. well together mm. but yeah i also okay. my least favorite color is also purple i don't i don't yeah. vibe with purple yeah i like some shades that are like this very pale like pale lilac or pale lavender but on like generally purple is the least no 
yeah 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 i sometimes can like purple when it's also yeah when it's very muted uh, light and mixed with a lot of blues like i mean Mm. not mixed but like used in the same color palette with blues and grays it could it can look really nice but yeah yeah, generally purple is mm. yeah okay um okay this is again like about my childhood i taught myself to play chess when I was in elementary school. You taught yourself? Yes. I, like, my grandma and my mom both tried to teach me to play chess. And I just didn't understand it. I was looking at it like, oh my god, this is so complicated. There's so many different shapes and they all do these different things. I was like, this was like, I didn't even want to try anymore after a while because it was just, it just seemed so complicated. I was like, I'm never gonna be able to play this game. Mm. This is too complicated. I mean, I was in elementary school, so actually, <laughs> actually, like, <laughs> but I remember, like, I was really frustrated with this game. But then we had, I don't know if actually, like, my grandma or my mom kind of sneaked this book or if this book was already in our home. But I found this book that was called Children Play Chess. So it was like a chess <laughs> yeah. book for children. And I, well, bonus fact, I was obsessed with reading as a child which is weird Mm. because now actually like i'm i have a really hard time reading but anyways that's Mm. a different fact that actually (laughs) i don't have in my list but (laughs) okay i'm already getting sidetracked oh my god (laughs) sasha come back (laughs) to your story (laughs) yes so i read that book and from the book i learned to play chess i learned all the rules i totally understood everything and i started playing chess with my mom and i was really into it and i was like playing chess with her all the Aww. time. She was winning all the time because I guess I was a child in elementary school. I wasn't like good at it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was really into it. And I remember also like when some like my mom's adult friends would come over, I would ask them to play chess with me. <laughs> and like I was like playing chess with everyone I could, like everyone who knew how to. I was obsessed yeah. with it for a while. But as an adult, actually, like I... I can't play chess because it's I know how to but it's too slow for me. I have mm. like nowadays I have a very short attention span and just sitting there and thinking and also waiting for another person to think and make their move is like is torture for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never actually learned to play chess. Which I'm still a bit like annoyed about because my dad told my brother but he never taught me yeah so, whatever <laughs> it's boring anyway <laughs> yeah it's pretty boring okay uh for a long time i thought that i didn't like musicals but i actually love them <laughs> this is kind of similar to my geek geek story but I kind of because when I grew up like my favorite movies like some of my favorite movies were musicals like I loved Grease I loved Sound of Music uh maybe that was even more I mean Disney movies are kind of musicals too I guess but then as I grew up I don't know aesthetically again they didn't appeal to me because I got like I got really shy and reserved and kind of this but musicals are so like but um, I'm out here and I'm singing and I'm performing. Okay, I'm doing these funny things on the camera for session. But they're so, you know, they're the opposite of reserved and like understated. Yeah. So I kind of 
<laughs> I kind of for like again for like a lot of years for most of my like young adult life I kind of thought like musicals are way too over the top and like no way but then once my <laughs> friends uh they were they stayed over and they said that they're gonna see the Le Miserable I don't know how to pronounce it the Les Miserables movie I was like totally uninterested but I was like they were just like do you want to come along and I was like oh sure I can see a movie and I loved it and that like <laughs> and again I was like what have I been doing why have I been like <laughs> not enjoying musicals when I obviously am exactly the person who actually enjoys musicals <laughs> so I mean I'm still not like a musical expert I haven't like seen all the big musicals or anything but I, I really do enjoy nowadays the, the dramaticness and everything that comes with it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I don't really know. Like I haven't seen pretty much any. Mu I mean, I've seen couple, but mm. yeah. I don't. Re I'm not in that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe you should give them a chance. Maybe. But I mean, of course, they're not everyone's thing. So I'm not like yeah. saying you have to start loving <laughs> musicals. <laughs> But I, I rediscovered my love for them, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, I am a huge plant, houseplant lover, but I used to be mm. really, really bad with houseplants. I would buy houseplant, it would die in a couple months, I would buy another, it would die. So I always had one houseplant at a time. <laughs> yeah. alive for a little while and dead for a little while and then I would attempt it again and then I thought I just like I don't know how to do that I'm never gonna be good with that and now I don't know how I even lived without them because they're like such an important part of my environment yeah. <laughs> but yeah one day I just decided okay I want to learn this thing I'm gonna attempt to be good with houseplants and I'm gonna actually like take steps, not just buy a houseplant and hope it survives. <laughs> but actually like really dig into that. And I got so hooked on <laughs> on like all this information. Cause yeah, I also tend to like if I start learning about something I'm interested in, I go all in. <laughs> so I just like started watching all the videos I could find and following like some plant tubers and like I learned everything I could now I like know the Latin names for some plants. I like I know which group they belong to. I can recognize a plant. I mean, I'm not like a professional in any way and I don't know all the plants and I don't like I still make mistakes and I don't know everything, but I know so much more. I'm like so interested in, in everything and I have like thirty plants in my apartment now. I want more. <laughs> the plants are expensive, so it takes time to um you know collect them and then in, yeah. in the previous in the previous apartment it still looked like they're a lot but now when we are in a bigger apartment they kind of <laughs> they kind of um what, how do you say it like distributed yeah, they got lost in all the yeah. space also or? there's like there's a lot of light here and in the previous apartment there wasn't a lot of light so they were all in like one small space where there was light but now we have light everywhere so i distributed them around and i'm like Okay, we need more plants because now there's like <laughs> one plant here, one plant there. But yeah, the again, I'm getting sidetracked. But 
my point was that, yeah, one day I decided I'm going to be good with plants and now I'm good with plants. That's amazing. I'm still the kind of person who just buys a plant and hopes for the best, but I mean, it's kind of working out. So Yeah, for you, it's working out. It didn't for me. I, I had to do the science. Yeah. Okay. So next, uh, I got my first tattoo at 31 years old and my septum pierced at 32. <laughs> Yeah, both have been things that I've been like wanting for a really long time. But with the septum, I kind of was just scared to do it. Like, I don't know, like, what do people think? But with tattoos, I, it was more about like, what is the perfect image I want on my body forever? But I finally did both of those thin things within this, this last year. And I'm super happy about it. And I am, I have like so many tattoo ideas already. I can't wait to get them on me. Yeah. Well, I have a very similar tattoo fact actually <laughs> here. Yes. Well, I have six tattoos uh, at the moment, but yeah, I have a lot more in the plans and I've actually like always wanted tattoos like since I was mm. a teenager, but yeah, until recently I was way too broke to <laughs> even afford getting them. So yeah, once I could afford them, I started getting them and I want to get more and one of my tattoos I actually made myself on myself. Yes, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, okay, where are we? Okay, yes. Uh, I've gone through several styles, like as in like clo clothing styles, because uh, I really love to like express myself through my clothes. So some of the styles I've gone through are Gothic Lolita and colorful Harajuku, like Tokyo street style. Uh, I've done the librarian slash poetry loving slash indie girl look, you know, the kind who drinks tea and listens to vinyl records. <laughs> uh, I've done like minimalism where I didn't pretty much wear any colors. Uh, I've gone like super witchy and kind of bohemian and the Tumblr feminist circa 2012 look. <laughs> I had a lot of fun like penning these names. <laughs> but that's just a few examples. Uh, nowadays, I still love to like experiment with style, but mostly I just love to dress in like comfy, oversized and colorful clothes that are not like super feminine. But yeah, I just love dressing up and it's like super important part of my like expressing my creativity the way I dress <laughs> mm. but it's so fun how like you actually like notice how you had those styles because like I also had yeah. like a very different way I dressed but I I can't really name any of those styles so that's like mm. yeah that's really interesting and really cool <laughs> yeah I think for me they're so like tied to kind of like a group or a counterculture or like some kind mm. of a thing like a group of people some kind of like group identity thing mm. so that's mm -hmm. why they're like so recognizable to yeah me, maybe yeah i think i've always had this very snobby i mean i don't like care too much about it now but i think before especially when i was a teenager my all like very i had this very snobby 
attitude that I, I don't dress like others. I try, I'm like very mm-hmm. individual, even though I never actually looked very like unique. In my, <laughs> I've always dressed like pretty regular, but I always like thought <laughs> I never choose my clothes based on trends or fashion or like other people. Mm-hmm. I always choose what I like, which is like, <laughs> mm, I, see. I know right, it's a bunch Sasha. of crap. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> And like now I don't really care. I mean, I still dress how I like, but I don't care if like I like it because it's trendy or because like my friends had it and I liked it on them. So I want to know myself or like I know that it actually happens and I have been influenced by people in the way I draw. All the, I dress all the time and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to be there. That's like, so funny. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't. <laughs> I don't identify any styles because <laughs> I I didn't want to. Yeah, you refuse to acknowledge that anything like yeah. would influence. Yeah. I was so unique. I was like no one else. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> well, I have another tattoo slash favorites fact. My favorite tree is willow. And I've been dreaming of a willow tattoo for like years. But... Yeah, I could never decide how I wanted to look, where I wanted to make. I was like, I need it to be significant, important, because I don't know, for some reason, or I mean, I know the reason, but that's another story. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> my favorite tree is willow. And finally, in th- I think it was in the end of last year, I got a willow tattoo. It's like, it's the biggest tattoo I have. It's like the most visible tattoo I have. And I like, I love it. <laughs> it's very special to me. And it's actually made by Ahma, who was our guest in yes. season one so yeah and i think actually you got it like right at the beginning beginning of our podcast because i think we mentioned it in i guess the first or second episode or something because i remember when you got it and i complimented oh okay yeah that probably episode. yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> yes so it's like it's it's been recorded <laughs> <laughs> yes the moment yeah <laughs> that's so nice uh, okay. <laughs> uh, my next fact is that I find big noses super attractive. That's it. Yes. I just love a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a short fact too. I'm a part-time postal worker. Those of you who nice. follow me on Instagram already know it, but I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's that can be true. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, talking about careers. <laughs> That's not my jobs. career. <laughs> I know, I know, but jobs. I, I fixed yes. it. I did fix my wording. So um, I've had different uh, dreams of what I want to become throughout my life, such as a photographer, a puppeteer, <laughs> and a graphic <What>? designer. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was a very, very young Mia's dream, but it was real. Come on, <laughs> why are you not a puppeteer? <laughs> I know, it would be the coolest job ever. I know. <laughs> Do you have more? No, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to list a... more jobs. But... No, that was just like a select few. Okay. <laughs> uh, well... This is really random, but somehow I'm always the person who is driving. <laughs> like mm, I don't. That's true. <laughs> I don't own a car, but I own a driver's license. So whenever like 
there is some driving involved. I'm always the <laughs> the person who drives. Like uh, my partner doesn't have a license, so whenever the two of us have a road trip, I'm the one driving. Then when I played in a band where we had like a lot of equipment, so whenever we played shows, we would need to drive somewhere. I would always be the one who is driving. Uh, so I would always be like super tired <laughs> because I'm all, I'm always the one behind the wheel, and even like when you and me go somewhere, yes, I'm the one who is driving us, even if when it's like your mom's car. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's because I'm terrified of driving <laughs> driving to new places. <laughs> yeah, and I used to be too, but since like I will, I've been always like forced into driving because I've always been the only one with a license in like the groups mm. <laughs> that I've been driving in I kind of like learned to not be scared even though yeah I used to be yeah. like terrified of driving to new places or driving in the center of Helsinki or like but oh, yeah I can't even imagine <laughs> yeah nowadays I'm like yeah I mean yeah driving in the center of Helsinki is less comfy than driving outside of the center but I don't mind it as much anymore and I've dri- I've driven so many different cars because I don't own a car, so we always like rent a car or borrow a car. So I'm also like pretty comfortable with like. I mean, I don't like yeah. like when cars do not function well, of course. But <laughs> yeah, I've experienced driving pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I've dreamt of living abroad since I was twelve, but have yet to do it. Yeah, I just kind of known that I'm gonna live abroad but there have been like different reasons why I haven't so far but uh, I hope I get the chance to and actually like this summer we had been planning to spend two months in Berlin obviously with the situation of the world that uh, was impossible and like but maybe next year maybe next year I get to experience a little bit of uh, living abroad I'll keep my fingers crossed. Mm. Yeah, I was just about to say same, but also I'm already kind of living abroad. I mean, it's not abroad for me anymore, but I did yeah. move to another country at one point in my life. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Well, actually, whenever it's summer in Helsinki, I, I don't want to move. So now I'm currently like really enjoying Helsinki. And again, I don't want to move anywhere. But come winter, yeah. I'm going to be dreading it. <laughs> and I'm going to want to move. Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. I mean, that's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have a fact about that, actually. <laughs> like, I don't really like cold or like dark. I don't like snow. I don't like rain. I I'd rather it was too too hot than too cold. Oh. So why wow. do I live in Finland? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. It is a big question because Finland is all It's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people live here or move in here because it's so dark and. Like yes, that's not what you I moved. You just have to live with it. Yes, that's, that's not why I moved to, to Finland. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, another dream of mine uh, I want to share is that I would love to build a mobile tiny house and move around, at least for a while. <laughs> it would be so yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those dreams, though, that I, I don't know if I'll ever actually do it because I'm 
you know, I don't know. It requires a certain life situation, I think. So we'll see, but maybe I get to build something of my own at one point, if it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, now I go to food. You already talked about food. <laughs> uh, well, my favorite food is pizza. Mm. Even though, like, generally, like, this kind of junk food, fast food is not my favorite kind of food. But even though I like, I love junk food, but it's not my favorite food. But pizza is my favorite food. But I have to say, mm. pineapple on pizza is not good. <laughs> Whoa, wow, wow. <laughs> That's a fact. Controversial. <laughs> and while we are on controversial food topic... Raisins are delicious. I agree. I totally agree. I know there are a lot of raisin <laughs> raisin haters out there. Mm. I don't agree with you. <laughs> yeah, come fight us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. About the pineapple, though, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of indifferent. I think it can be nice, but it's not something I choose for my pizza if I choose a pizza. You know, I'm kind of just like, hmm. Yeah, no. It's against everything okay. I stand for. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I mean, I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> there are more imp- important things in life, but I really, really dislike pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I feel really strongly about it. <laughs> oh my, but are we like at the last fact of mine? Like, do I, am I, I think my last fact is coming. Up. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Th- this is a weird one. <laughs> so, uh, when I go to the bathroom at night, or I guess like in general, if it's like dark inside and I have to like go somewhere in the apartment, I avoid looking into mirrors at all costs because I'm like super terrified of mirrors in the dark. I'm, I'm like convinced that I'll see something, you know, sca- that will scare me. So I like avoid like. I'm really scared of, like, accidentally glancing at a mirror. Like, I will stare at my feet. So, like, if I go to the bathroom, I don't look at myself in the mirror and stuff. <laughs> and I thought that was, like, super random. But it's apparently something, like, a, a lot of people feel. Yeah, that's <laughs> very interesting. Because I only recently learned about this being a thing. Because I, yeah. I like, I watch a lot of, like, interior decoration videos lately. And, like, mm-hmm. somebody was talking about putting a mirror in the bedroom, like, near a bed. And, like, a lot of people in the comments were like, oh, my God, no, don't put a mirror, like, next... Like, what if she needs to go to the bathroom in the- <laughs> and sees herself in the dark in the mirror? And, like, apparently, like, some people are just terrified, like, you are. But then some people are even, like, superstitious. There are even, like, some, mm. like, things... Of, like, it's bad luck. And I guess, like, it, I don't know. I don't mm. remember exactly. But there are even, like, some beliefs... That have to do with like yeah. mirrors in the bedroom and like near your bed. Oh, I even have though a mirror like right next to my bed, like on my side of the bed. But I just like I guess it's so automatic that I just know how to dodge it when I'm coming back to bed. <laughs> but yeah, for me it's definitely more like I have a very active imagination, so I might like because you can't see clearly in the dark. I might just kind of think I see something and then get really scared. Yeah. <laughs> But I am also a little bit, like, um, 
Like, I'm a bit scared of the supernatural as well, so I also don't want to see any demons for real. So I'll just take my chances not looking in the mirror at all. Wow, yeah. But this is interesting. I love that you said that because I only heard, like, read in those comments for the first time and I was like, wow, this is a thing? I Like, I never thought about it. Like, for me, like, mirror, yeah. wherever. Like, it's a mirror. So, yeah. It's not at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. But actually for me, because my sight is really, really bad, I won't even see anything in the mirror at night. So maybe, mm. like, for me, I... Because I, if I get up at night to go to the bathroom, I, I don't put my glasses on because I'm too sleepy. Mm. I just... So no. so at that time, I use my muscle memory to get to where I need to because I don't see anything because my eyesight is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, a extra bonus fact for you. <laughs> I don't see anything. So even if there are demons in my mirror, I'm just, mm. I'm just not going to see them. <laughs> That's good, though. <laughs> it's yeah. for you. I can stare at them and just not notice them because <laughs> I can't see. Wow. <laughs> I just like try to try to feel where the, the toilet is <laughs> just so that I yeah <laughs> don't miss it. <laughs> That's all I can think about. Okay, nice. so this is the last fact. Yes. Okay, this is yes, perfect I have no because more. I have a fact about both of us. <gasps> you do? Yes. Well, we already mentioned this before, but I still wanted to mention this because I think this is like a very fa- fun fact that Mia and I actually went to the same high school. <laughs> we dated the same person, not at the same time, <laughs> but <laughs> Mia dated a person and then didn't date it anymore, didn't date them anymore, so I dated the person <laughs> after that. But we didn't meet each other properly. And we didn't really like, no, we knew of each other, but we didn't know each other. But then years yeah. after that, Mia started dating my friend, Oli. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's still Mia's partner now. And yeah, but because I was friends with Oli and Mia started dating Oli, I was like, but then I met Mia because <laughs> Oli <laughs> came to like an event with me and I was like, oh my God, this is a person from my high school. <laughs> yeah, I still think it's like so weird that like now we are such close friends, but we were like for yes. a couple years, we were in the same school, walking the same corridor corridors every day. <laughs> and we didn't yeah, know. I never other. talked. And so like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, who would have thought back then <laughs> that this would yeah, be happening? Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, the... Mia's partner and my friend Oli actually made a theme song for this podcast. So yes, we <laughs> <I> did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but so is that it? Oh my god! All those facts. Yeah, this is a lot of facts. But this I was... had so much fun talking yes. about this. I had so much fun as well. This was so, yeah. This was so much fun. So much fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Can we say fun? <laughs> I hope it was fun for you, friends, also, because, like, we just spent over an hour talking about ourselves. Like, it's a bit weird that, like, (laughs) we're talking to you about ourselves, but you friends asked for it, so there you go. Yeah, and, yeah, hopefully now you know us a little better again, and, like, please let us know if some of these facts were relatable or made you think of something you know anything about yourself please share it yeah. with us we'd love to learn yes. more about you too yes please share at least one or more random facts about you in the comments <laughs> on youtube or on instagram we would love to also know you a bit better 
Yes. But oh my god, Sasha, season finale of season two of the Drawing Club podcast. This is amazing. I'm so yes. happy. Yes. I'm so proud. Yes. Now, okay, now I'm <laughs> getting emotional again. But yeah, this has been so lovely. And even though like this season we haven't been in the same room, which has been really sad. Uh-huh. But I, I love that we've been able to continue making this podcast. And I mean, we'll see what happens with season three. But I mean, we intend to, you know, continue as we started this podcast. Like we're going to return to the video format, but we'll just see when we can do that safely. But yes, yeah, it's been so nice, like spending Tuesdays with you working on our podcast. Yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah, it's been really nice. <laughs> and yeah, I'm also really happy that we managed to keep it going. And I'm sure like, at least that's what your friends have told us that our podcast have kept you company through isolation. And it means the world to us. It's like it's such a honor to like provide this to people. I, I don't know. It's like mm. it, it made me so happy that like our chats about random stuff uh, like uh, <laughs> like provided comfort for a lot of your friends that like it really is yeah yeah. it's amazing yeah so thank you for listening and for being so active everywhere for sharing our podcast with your friends and with your followers you're so nice to us yes and for sending all your questions and also these topic suggestions which we've like had several topics on this season that were suggested by you so Keep them coming. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, don't forget about us. We'll take a break for several weeks. And you please have a nice summer. And we're going to enjoy our summers over here. But we'll be coming back. So yeah, stay tuned. Yes, we'll be back. See you. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Drawing Club podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Drawing Club Podcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Olli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zerbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.